come on, we're going to have our wife come in. There's a beautiful song that my wife sang, and uh, she has the words here for us. But there's a song that, that is by Shekinah Glory. A song by Shekinah Glory that is sung, and, and they're talking about sweet Jesus. Sweet Jesus. And we're going to ask my wife to sing that this morning. Good morning, everyone. God bless you. I'm so glad you died for me. So glad you shed your blood just for me. So glad you rose for me. Sweet Jesus, yes, sweet Jesus, sweet Jesus, sweet Jesus, I'm so glad oh, get in it, get in it. you died. Yes, yes, yes. Come on now. I'm so glad you shed your blood just for me. Sing to Jesus. Sing to him. Sing to him. So how glad you rose for me. Sweet Jesus. Yes. Jesus, 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 the precious name of Jesus, Jesus. Jesus. 
that something about Jesus is the name of Jesus. Ain't that something? There's power in the name of Jesus. There is deliverance in the name of Jesus. There is love in the name of Jesus. Oh, how I love to call that name Jesus. Jesus. Is there a word from the Lord? We mm -hmm. greet you again in the wonderful and the marvelous name of our Lord and Savior mm -hmm. Jesus Christ. This morning we're going to ask you to turn your Bibles to Luke, second chapter, verses 8 through 15. Luke, the second chapter, verses 8 through 15. The Gospel of Luke, the second chapter, verses 8 through 15. A scripture reads in there. We're in the country, shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over the flock by night. And lo, an angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, behold, I will bring you good tidings of great joy, and it shall be to all people. And unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And she shall be a sign unto you, and ye shall find a babe. Wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was an angel, a multitude of heavenly hosts, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace, goodwill toward men. And it came to pass, as the angels had gone away and into heaven, and the shepherds said one to another, Let us now go even unto Bethlehem and see this thing which is come to pass which the Lord has made known unto us. Mm -hmm. May the Lord bless the reading and hearing of his holiness, righteous word. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't know about you, but I find it hard to get excited about uh, Christmas as we look at it in this world that we're in today with the current mm -hmm. uh, state of affairs that we're in the world today. is mm -hmm. uh, when the most important season for Christians uh, have been turned into some uh, commercialized financial holiday that has very little to do about the Savior of the world. Everything about Christmas seems much about money. And, and I'm, I'm talking about a little bit of money. We're talking about what? A whole lot of money. Stores and shops and businesses. And we find ourselves shopping for the season, advertising sales to draw potential shoppers into our uh, stores with these webs of lies and deceit. And the multimedia is filled with promotions about uh, gadgets and new things to tantalize in our taste buds. And, and money is not an object when the market there wells with deals that will give you interest-free payments. And you have no down payment on cars and trucks. You got HD flat television and plasma TVs and big screens, vacation packages. You can do anything now with just a down payment. You can pay on it as you go. Oh. And, and, and that's what we've got. Chris Christmas has gotten so commercialized. Parents and husbands and wives and families and, and even sweethearts are, are pressured under this request and demand for this gift that will make them happy until the glitter and all wears all. Once the lust and the glitter wears all, it's just another gift. I've seen kids cry and scream. I've done it myself. Cried and screamed for a gift that I needed and I wanted and done so bad. But the thing about it, we complain a lot of times and we think that everybody else is getting what we ain't getting. But you realize that everybody else may not be getting anything either. I've seen kids cry about that. 
the satisfaction of stuff doesn't last long. It don't last long. It only takes you to unwrap the package to realize that prank is old. And you can drive that car off of that lot. That car is old already. So let's not get too caught up into things that are, that, that stuff. Stuff will not satisfy us. And let's not be so hard on the kids either. Because some uh, grown up, we are just as bad off as the kids. Some of you wise and sweetheart, you don't get that ring or that necklace that you want. You know how to act. You get real funny. Men, uh, you, you don't get that gad gadget that you want in your toolbox. You can get real funny. You, you can get funny about things like that. If that ain't under the tree. And, and, and I've been there. You know, I know how it feels that when your bubble gets burst and you want something that you, that you wish for all year long and then all of a sudden Christmas comes and under the tree, that thing you wanted ain't under the tree. I had a friend of mine that I worked with on the farm, Sonny Hutchinson. Sonny Hutchinson, I worked on this farm, Fred Hutchinson Farm, and Sonny wanted a 410 shotgun for Christmas. He wanted that 410 shotgun. He had his heart and mind set on a 410 shotgun. He looked under the Christmas tree, must have afraid that Hutchinson had him a chainsaw. <laughs> See, but he wanted to make sure that he had something to work with, something that will give him a future. But stuff has gotten us into a place where Christmas ain't as merry as it used to be. So I want to talk to you this morning. I want to talk to you on this morning when Christmas was much more merry. When Christmas was much, much more, more merry. merry. Let us bow. <laughs> Father God, we do thank you, Lord, for this day. We thank you, Lord, for this opportunity. And we ask now that you would just touch your dear servant. Touch my lips that I might boldly say those things you have laid upon my heart. Touch my heart, O Heavenly Father, that I might grow closer to you each and every day. Be obedient to your word. Lord, we thank you and praise you. If there's anything like sin, Touch it right now. Sink it into the sea of forgiveness where it will never rise again. Lord, we thank you and we praise you in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. When Christmas was much more merry. No, we stand in the doorway of another celebration of the birth of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And I'm concerned that in this 21st century about how Christmas has become. Things have really gotten out of hand. I can remember when we had very little at Christmas time. And, and, but we waited and every year our parents did what they could to give us what they could afford. Mm -hmm. We never expected a whole lot. But we knew that mom and dad would do anything they could to have us something under the tree. Even if it won't but a little bag of goodies uh, to be able to help us uh, remember and to be able to help us celebrate the goodness of the Lord. Mm -hmm. And that was a time to me when Christmas was merry. Amen. Christmas was merry. Many of our Christmases, we only got that little bag of candy, fruit, and nuts, but we enjoyed it to be able to have the time with our family and to be able to realize that we were blessed. Mm -hmm. And we're blessed today. And because of how much God has given us, prosperity has made many of us so unhappy because undue pressure put on us to be able to get more and more stuff. The more yeah. money, the more stuff, the more stuff, yeah. the more money, it comes with the territory. Mm -hmm. And we are internally unhappy because of the fact that we are not getting more stuff to appease us to make us happy. Amen. When we become so stuff conscious that it takes 
take the childlike happiness out of us to enjoy the things that we have. Remember when you used to get something, you had that childlike happiness. Now you get something and you ain't got childlike happiness, you got a payment. You got a payment book going to last you 60 months and you prayed for that thing, but now you got it. Jesus was teaching his disciples one day a parable about a soul and that sold among the thorns. He says in Mark 4th chapter verses 4 and 19, and the care of this world and the deceitfulness of riches and the lust of other things entered in and choked the word and it became unfruitful. Listen to me. The significance has Christmas has become so shifted away from what it's supposed to have been. It's been choked. The meaning has been choked out of Christmas, replacing it with what? The cares of the world, okay. making it unfruitful. Ain't that yes, what the word yes, said? Yes, How yes. many of us really think about what we got two or three days after Christmas? If man. Christmas is so important and that thing that you wanted meant so much to you, why is it that after two, three days after Christmas, mm -hmm. you have a hard time remembering what you got? And so we have so much. And, and it's hard to find something materialistically important to us when you already got what? Everything, ain't it? To satisfy us, we need just what? More stuff. The more stuff you get, the more stuff it takes to satisfy us. Our giving has become unfruitful because it doesn't satisfy the urgent need of those that we thought that we were giving to that they would appreciate it. I, I, I had my kids and, and our kids, our kids and my kids, all kids. All kids, if you give them a gift, they tear the box down and start playing with it. The box. You know, all of that we thought was so important, the box is better to play with. We should have bought them a what? A box instead of the stuff that's in <laughs> Christmas just doesn't seem to be what it used to be because of what? Stuff. It doesn't seem merry anymore like it used to be. So I remember when... Christmas was much more merrier than it is today. So as we come to our text this morning, we find Luke sitting, setting up the scenario in which the scriptures will be fulfilled that the Messiah would be born in Bethlehem, the city of David. A decree that came out of Caesar the Augustus that all of the territories under the Roman rule would have to pay some taxes. And because Joseph was of the lineage of David, and, 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 and because of that, he had to come into Jerusalem to be able to, the Bethlehem, to be able to pay his taxes, setting up the scenario where Mary would be able to have her baby in the place at the right time. See, God does things to put you in the right place at the right time. While they were in Bethlehem, the time had come for her to deliver the child because there was no room in the inn. We know the story is coming a little bit later on. But the thing, what amazes me is that when they were born, there was no room in the inn. There is narrowly, uh, that there is barely room for him in a holiday celebration that we're in today. There was no room for him in the inn. There's much less room for him in our holiday celebration that we are celebrating today. We have almost pushed Christ out of the central focus of Christmas. Right. Even many blacks today, we celebrate what we call Kwanzaa. And I have no issue with Kwanzaa. But in order for us to celebrate our black heritage, we should not dismiss what Christmas is all about. Yeah. Don't, why didn't we celebrate Kwanzaa? 
on another holiday. Why, why don't we celebrate Kwanzaa on another day? Let's look at our black herds on another day. This is about Christ, the Savior of the world, is being born. So our African-American heritage is not much to be remembered anyway. And not, not talking about our African heritage, because we don't know about our African heritage, no way. It was beaten, stolen from us. We lost our cultural heritage through the slavery and through the years of segregation and all of that. All of that was lost. So we didn't have anything. So what is Kwanzaa going to replace by taking the place of Christmas? It's going to take our focus off of Christ, Christ. and put it on other things. The focus of Christmas should be totally on who? Christ. Christ. And there should be another celebration of Kwanzaa if we want to be able to look at our cultural heritage. Amen. But this is not about cultural heritage. No. This is about what? Christ. Christ. Jesus. Keep Christ in Christmas. Jesus. God doesn't want our celebration and our emotions or our expression of happiness over joy of other things Rather than focusing our celebration on him. Yeah. His desire is yeah. that we rejoice always in the Lord because of what he did for us. Yeah. Jesus talked later in his ministry. He said rejoice and be what? Exceedingly glad for great is your reward in heaven. Mm -hmm. See our present day circumstances whether they good or bad can't measure up to the joy that we will have in heaven. Amen. That's why Paul says rejoice in the Lord what? Always, again, he said, rejoice. So we should be so happy mm -hmm. and thankful that God is awaiting mm -hmm. us in heaven mm -hmm. that calls us to rejoice. And if we keep our eyes on our Christ, our rejoicing will allow stuff to be able to come off of our eyes. Don't, don't, don't let stuff be in our eyes when we should have our eyes stayed on him, mm -hmm. you know, instead of us. So we, 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 we've gotten to the point where much of Christmas is not as merry as it should be. So in our text today, Christ's child was born and in the announcement of his birth, sending the angels to make the announcement. Our text says that there in the same country, shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over the flock by night. And lo, an angel of the Lord came and, and the Lord shone round about them and they were so afraid. See, God sent this angel to make this great announcement to the shepherds that were in the field watching their sheep. And I pondered on this verse for a while, wondering why shepherds. And God used these shepherds to make the announcement to Christ, his birth, and Jesus used the shepherd as a symbol of his earthly ministry. Think about it. The care and the protection that the shepherd offers the flock is what Christ does for us and his church. Jesus says, I am the what? Good shepherd, and the good shepherd gives life to his sheep. In my opinion, the announcement came to the shepherds to symbolize the foundation of the Christ message that here on earth to show our responsibility to carry the message on and how we as shepherds should care for the church. And when the the the, the, the angel showed himself to to, to, to to the shepherd, God's Shekinah glory. And that's what my wife's saying. The Shekinah encamped all around them and, and making them afraid. And, and this was the same glorious light that, that hit Paul on the Damascus road. Mm. It was the same light that the brothers saw in their fiery furnace. Mm. It was the same uh, the, the voice of the, the, the presence of God in that 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 that, that, that 
cage with the lion with Daniel. All it was right. all of the same power all of right. God being in the presence of that light. Yeah. That bright light at midnight frightened them to get their attention just as Paul got the detention on that Damascus Road. Yes, See, many times God has to do is to get our attention get and to get that light to be able to get our attention so that we can be able to understand that he's serious about what he's getting ready to do. Right. Just maybe God has to do something supernatural in your life. So you can put Christ back in the Christmas. I think God's going to have to do something for this country to realize we need to have Christ back in the Christmas. All right. And Christ will, Christmas will never be merry mm -mm. again until we get Christ back in the Christmas. Amen. The news of Jesus' birth alone, listen to me, his birth alone should bring us a merry Christmas. Yes, yes. Our text says that an angel said unto them, fear not, and behold, I will bring you what? Good tidings and great joy, which shall be what? All people unto this day in the city of David, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign that you shall find that baby wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in the manger. And suddenly there was an angel of multitude of heavenly hosts praising God, saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace, goodwill toward me. See, after the shepherds showed fear, the angels told them to what? Fear not. For I bring you what? Good tidings of great joy. See, I got good news for you. I got news. See, what, what most of us are afraid of is what God wants to use to get us into our place of destiny. Mm -hmm. See, God got something for you, but you're afraid of it. And God is telling you to what? Fear not. Fear not. See, good news and great joy, not worldly or carnally, but spiritual things, we should rejoice about it. We should have joy in our heart about that. This joy is not just for the Jews. Think about it. Not just for the good folk, not just for the religious folk. He said this joy is for what? All people. You remember when he told Abraham, he said, through you, through your seed, the people of the world will be blessed. All people shall be blessed. Yeah. See, we should have a lesson from this. It should only take one to get praise started. Mm. See, when one of those started praising, said a heavenly host started praising God. Right. See, some folk don't want to praise until somebody else gets started. <laughs> Maybe you need to be the one to get started in the yeah, praise. See, some news should be that we need to praise God. See, we don't, don't be like church folk. Come on, that, that can't praise God unless something happened in the life that's good. But we should praise God just because he woke us up. I, 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 I like Reverend Jesse Wallace. Jesse Wallace said, I thank God for my problems. Every bit of my problems, everything that God has brought me through yeah. is, is my opportunity to praise him because my problems hadn't turned me away. From what I was going, I would have been down the road of destruction. But God put a problem in my life to turn me away to bring me back to him. So we don't, see, we don't like folk praising God. Why is it that? I mean, church folk don't like folk praising God. I didn't say worldly folk. Church folk don't like folk praising God. You start praising God in church, folks say, what you talking about? Come on now, you know? come on. See, that's the problem. But we should be praising God anyway. See, we funny about other folk praising God. We funny about folk sharing the good news. We funny about folk praising God, telling folk about our testimony. But when your testimony is how God brought you through, you should let somebody know about it. Uh, uh, instead of being sarcastic, 
we should be praising God, saying what? Glory to God in the highest, huh? And peace, goodwill toward all men. Yes, See, most of the time, church folk don't want you to have a merry Christmas. Come on, preach. They would rather for you to rain on your parade. Huh, you deserve what you've been through. Have you Come ever on, heard man. that? Yes, Lord. Have you yes. ever said that? Yes. We've said it and we've heard it. Yep. We think that people are going through because they deserve to go mm. through. Just knowing that God done blessed somebody Sunday. should cause you to praise somebody. Sunday. When someone else is praising God, it should cause a domino effect, yes. ain't it? Uh, and line up and, and let somebody get blessed because I'm going to knock somebody over because I'm coming at you. I'm going to oh, praise yes. God. And if I got to knock you over to praise God, you knock somebody. It should be a diamond or effect. Yes, yes. Everybody in the building should be praising Everybody. God. <laughs> but problem is, even though God blesses us, a lot of times we 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 allow that stuff, that blessing, to become our curse. We we allow it to be our negative instead of the positive. See, Christmas used to be married when we didn't have nothing. Mm. But soon as stuff became part of the mm. equation, now all of a sudden Christmas ain't married as it, as it used to be. Christmas ain't married much more, is it? Mm -mm. Finally, when we see Christ with your own eyes, mm -hmm. joy will fill your heart. Mm -hmm. Oh, what a merry Christmas will it be. Mm -hmm. Our text says, and came to pass that the angels had gone away to them in the heaven and the shepherds said one to another, let us now go into Bethlehem and see this thing, huh? Which came to pass, which the Lord has made known unto us. So finally, when you see Christ with your own eyes, see, sometimes God got to let you see it, ain't <laughs> You want to see it, but you don't want to see it. And you can't handle it when you see it. But you beg to want to see it because yes. you ain't going to believe it unless you see it. But then when you see it, you can't handle it. Huh? See, until you have a personal encounter with Jesus, you will never have a Merry Christmas. You will always be searching for stuff that will bring you happiness with a quick fix rather than getting things that will give you an eternal satisfaction. As soon as the angels left, listen, the, the good news left. And the shepherds desired that I want to see what this man is talking about. Right, uh, I want to see it with my own eyes. And the news of Christ working in somebody else's life should give you a desire that you need to see that thing. I want to see. If he did it for him, he, do he can do it for me. I want to yeah. see that thing in my own life. They came to haste to see the child that, that, that made known to the world that he was the Savior. And our text said they talked so much about that that was heard and seen and for wondered and marveled about what they were talking about. See, yeah. when you leave church, are you talking about God so much that folk wondering, hey, you must have been in church today. You must have heard something good today. But when folk talking about church today, when they leave church, they talking about what somebody, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> How they messed up the song. Yeah, huh? See, yeah, they couldn't keep it to themselves. They wanted to tell somebody else about the goodness of the Lord. Yeah. Not the stuff that went on. Yeah. They wanted to tell somebody about the goodness of the Lord. Have you ever been so overjoyed? Yeah. Of a blessing that you had in your own life. Jesus. That you had to tell somebody, yeah. huh? You just could not keep it to yourself. Yes, you just wanted somebody to know yeah. about the goodness of the Lord that was yeah. working out in your own life. That's Come why. On. 
I like good teaching and preaching too, yes, huh? huh? I like it. It just turns me on to talk about God, don't it? Yes, it I love it. And the joy of hearing men and women ponder about the word of God. That's exciting to me. Yes. It's to just hear the word of God, people talking about it. You know, earlier the angel rejoiced and the host of angels rejoiced. And, and now the shepherds are rejoicing in what they have heard and seen. And, and, and now it's time for you and I to rejoice and go and tell somebody what we've okay. heard and what we have seen. Church should be bringing the same response that these shepherds brought on. We should be all excited about what happened in church, what the word of God said. We should be out praising God and telling somebody else about what the goodness of the God has yes, done. Yes, praise yes. should be on our lips yes. when we're leaving and praise should be on our lips when we hear the word of yes. God. Praise be on our lips when we hear the music. Yes. Praise should be on our lips when we just stand together one with another. Yes. Merry and jubilant praise should be forever on our lips whenever yes. we come to the presence of God. Not Jesus. because of, of how the choir sang. Not because of what the preacher sang. Mm -hmm. Not because of what happened in church. Yeah. Just because of what Jesus did. Jesus. He did enough for us to praise him. Mm -hmm. If he don't do nothing else for me. The old yes. song that says he's done a what? He's done enough. He's done enough. Just because he's Jesus. Our Merry Christmas depends on us knowing and seeing who Jesus is. You can see all you want. You can get all you want. But if you don't see Christ for who he is, your Christmas will never be as merry as it should be. So as we close this morning, if Christmas is not merry for you anymore, you might need a fresh look at Jesus. Yeah. Jesus is the reason for the season. Yeah. Until you put him back in Christmas, it will never be merry as much as it should be. You can have a false sense of merry brought by other things happening into your life. See, people are merry about having other people in your life, but that's good. You should marry because of what Christ did for you in your life. See, many people at Christmas suffer from depression, unrealistic expectations because they try to get happiness and being appeased with stuff. Stuff ain't going to make you happy. Right. Stuff can only satisfy you for a season and only for a moment. Christmas got much more to offer us than stuff. Christmas right. offers us his darling son, Jesus Christ, that died to come into the world to die for our sins. Yeah. See, prosperity has somehow put us in a unrealistic expectation for Christmas. If, when we didn't have no money, we expected little. Yes. Now we got more money and we expect much. But the thing about it is much don't bring us happiness. No. We've become a when we want, when we get people. We don't have to wait until Christmas to get what we want. Nope. We don't have to wait for Christmas. We can get it anytime. Every day can be Christmas. But Christmas ain't about stuff. No. Christmas is about Jesus. Jesus. Our desires are fed all during the whole year. And, and we are in a sad position putting all of the emphasis on stuff and not putting it on Christ. The, the, the want and don't want attitude has ruined us. Mm. Uh -huh. Have you ever had somebody that made a sacrifice? Parents made a sacrifice for you to get something and the first thing that came out of your mouth is what? I don't want that. 
And I, hey, my parents was, they were something else. You sit down at the dinner table, only thing you have to say is, I don't want to eat that. When you don't want to eat that, somebody else is eating that. <laughs> when you don't want that Christmas gift, God will take it and give it to somebody else. See, we could be more valuable. We could be more valuable this Christmas. What could be more valuable this Christmas than to give somebody a good word about Jesus Christ. Jesus. Get Christ into the life for the first time. Mm. Can you imagine how that would unwrap under the tree? Mm. If you want to give something that will last the past the luster and the shine, give them Christ. Yeah. Give them a gift that will outlast the world. Yeah. Christ is what they need. Christmas can be merry again if we take the focus off of stuff and put it back on Christ. Yeah. Jesus brought us what to the world that darkness will bring uh, uh, that he will bring us out of darkness back into the light yes. that God created us in we were created us in that light in the image of God but sin brought darkness into the world but what Christ does he brings us back yes. into that light yes. where Christ that God can see us in the light of Christ mm -hmm. and the season is right the weather is promising. The heavenly weather report is forecasting a great gathering of clouds of witnesses coming. There is no chance of hell, but it looks like it's going to be a rain forever. So y'all missed that then. Mm -hmm. Here's the heavenly weather report. They're forecasting gathering clouds, mm -hmm. a cloud of witnesses that will come. Mm -hmm. He said the number that you and I Mm -hmm. can never count. Mm -hmm. And there would be no chance of hell because of what Christ did on Calvary. Mm -hmm. We talk about hell, no hell rain, but it won't be no hell. Mm -hmm. But then there will be rain. Mm -hmm. We ain't talking about R-A-I-N, R-E-I-G-N. He'll reign forever. Mm -hmm. So if we get ourselves in the right place at the right time, we can enjoy Christmas the way it should be. So be joyful. Be merry. At a time when Mary is not the way that it should be. But let us be merry over the things that God desires for us to be saved. His desire is none be lost. But if you want to have a merry, merry Christmas this year, get Christ back into your life. Mm -hmm. Receive him into your heart. Mm -hmm. Be joyful and merry for what God did for us mm -hmm. this season by giving us Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. This is the time to be merry and to enjoy the blessings that God has for us. Let's put Christ back into the Christmas season. And let's have a much more Merry Christmas this year. Not looking at stuff, but let us look for the goodness of the Lord. Give somebody the knowledge of Jesus Christ. Give somebody a, a, a word about how Christ can come into their life and turn their hearts around. Give them something that will last forever. A gift that keeps on giving. Give them salvation that is through Jesus Christ. We thank God for you joining us on this weekend. We thank God for you receiving this message. Let's get Christ back in the Christmas. Let's have a much more Merry Christmas by enjoying ourselves in the knowledge of Christ. Let's put him back into Christmas. Let him be in rejoice and be 
praising God the same way the shepherds were. Glory in the highest, peace, goodwill to all men. Let's sing that. So my wife saying, let us go tell it on the mountain. Over the hill and everywhere that Jesus Christ is Lord. That Jesus Christ, Christ is Lord. God bless you today. Hope heaven will smile on you this Christmas season. And hope you get everything in the right perspective. Let's put Christ first. Back in the Christmas again. God bless you. May heaven of us smile upon you. If there is one that does not know Jesus Christ as personal Savior, he'll come in right now. He'll turn that old stony heart into a heart of flesh. And he'll be able to turn your back, your heart around to be able to receive him. God bless you. Have a good Christmas season. We'll see you again on Friday evening for Pathfinder Bible Institute. God bless you. And we'll see you again on next week. Let us bow. Father God, we do thank you again for this day. We thank you for this opportunity. Thus now, as we depart from this place, not depart from your presence. Lord, we thank you for all you have done. Let this word find a resting place on somebody's heart where they'll say Christmas has to be much more merry than what we are enjoying today. Let's put Christ back into Christmas. Lord, we thank you and praise you in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. May heaven ever smile upon you. Like wings.